is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. news guy folks i'm a kid from brooklyn and i um i can talk there's no doubt about it but i'm no news guy but i remember monday october 9th was the first day i was on the air after the attacks that saturday october 7th and i talked a lot about rape and the young girls i remember when the video came out about mia shem and i said how many times a day how many guys are raping this girl yeah i mean no If I'm wrong, if I'm saying something I didn't say, you tell me. But how long since October the 7th have I put a huge emphasis on rape and what they're doing to our young girls? Part of the reason why they're never coming home because Hamas does not want these girls telling Israel what's happened to them. How long have I been doing that? Within minutes of that show Monday, yeah. Thank you. Now all of a sudden, Jake Tapper and CNN... Lawmakers accuse people of not paying attention to the sexual violence. Like they're all coming to the party now, two months later. I told you what these guys did. I told you. They had people inside bomb shelters. And they walk up with a grenade. And they go inside the bomb shelter, pick out the pretty girl, say, you for rape. And they would take about five or six of them and then throw a live grenade into the bomb shelter and kill everybody else. I told you this two months ago. Two months ago, now people are getting pissed off. It's too late. These girls, if they're alive, are still getting raped by who knows how many guys a day. And a bunch of them are dead already. So welcome to the party, Jake Tapper. Let me talk to my guy, Anthony D'Esposito. Tony D., what's going on, brother? What's up, my man? How are you? How's, uh, how was your day off? It was nice. It was nice. It's, uh, I did miss everybody here. My listeners were so good to me when I was away. I must say that. And I missed all the guys. And uh, look, there's nothing like a turbulent, chaotic, filthy New York City to put you right back to work. You know what I'm saying, pal? <laughs> I know. I spent uh, the last couple of days in New York City. It's uh, filthier than ever. It really is. But uh, before we get to uh, all that, let's get to George Santos. Uh, you know, I, I kind of jokingly, jokingly say that um, you guys should have left him where he was because he does vote with America 100% of the time. He does vote with Israel 100% of the time. And excluding you, Anthony, if we took a real good look into politicians who took money, we'd have very little people serving today. That's my opinion. So, you know, to to be honest, I'm not sure he was the right guy to get rid of, especially if, God forbid, we lose that seat to a putz like Tom Swazi. So I'm kind of, this morning, I'm serious, this morning I'm kind of, I'm somewhere in the middle of this. Did we do the right thing? I, I think we did. And, I, and, and one of the questions that I asked my Republican colleagues is if, if we had the report and the, and the ethics investigation that was conducted on George Santos, if we had that on a Democrat, what would we do? And I think the answer is we would have gotten rid of them. And to be honest with you, we should have never gotten to this place. George should have resigned and taken care of his business and handled what he needed to handle. And, and I, I hope things work out for him in the future. But we should have never been put in this position. The fact is, is that, you know, if, if you really look at this, this is one of the most uh, vile acts of, of election uh disintegrity that we've we've ever seen um you know and the people of the third congressional district you know i border that district and i hear from them every day that they don't feel like they're represented my office my district staff deals 
uh, with people that live in that district and, uh, you know, they don't feel that they're getting the or were getting the proper representation representation from George. And, and like I said, it wasn't personal. I think that, uh, you know, he, he even said that uh, when he heard from the ethics report, he would he would make a decision. And I think the ethics report spoke for itself. Um, he should have resigned. And, and listen, you and me both know the leadership of Joe Cairo. We know of the work that we do in Nassau County when it comes to electing good Republican conservatives. Yeah. And I'm confident that we'll come up with a with a, a good candidate. And uh, in that special election, we will keep that seat red uh, and we'll have someone who votes for with America, votes with Israel and represents those people the right way. My favorite congressman today, Anthony D'Esposito, on his way to do Rosanna Scotto's show. But of course, talking to me first. Sorry, Roe baby. Uh, One more. You say it's not personal with George Santos, but he certainly has made it personal. I don't read Twitter very often or X, whatever it is, but I did spend Saturday reading some of his tweets. Nick Lolita went after him. Nicole Maliotakis went after her, went after Mike Lawler. Just about everybody he's on a mission right now to destroy. I'm not sure if any of the stuff he's saying is true. And, of course, he's already been deemed a liar so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But certainly George Santos is dropping bombs on everybody in the House, yes? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he said that on his way out he was going to be filing some ethics reports. I don't know if those have been filed yet or if uh, if they've just taken to Twitter or X. But, uh, you know, listen, we'll see. I, I think that uh, everyone is uh, is entitled to their... Uh, you know, to their proper ethics investigation. And, and if he has things that uh, he's concerned about, well, then uh, let the let the uh, committee do its job. Um, but uh, I think right now, you know, George should focus on the things that uh, matter in his life and, and focus on uh, from what he says. You know, he, he will uh, he, he will see the end of this and uh, the people will see that uh, the things weren't, uh, you know, written about that they should be. So we'll see. But uh, right now, I think that uh, we did what we had to do. I think that uh, it's very hard for us to uh, hold people accountable. You know, we're we're in the process in the Homeland Security Committee of going through a five phases of an investigation into Secretary Mayorkas. I I do believe that he should be uh, impeached. He should be removed for dereliction of duty. But it's very hard to, uh, you know, to to hold others in care of our own house. And I think that uh, this past week was a step in that direction. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Yeah, go more into, I know tomorrow is uh, the day you introduce the bill. I think it's your bill, Anthony, once again, doing tremendous work. And you're right, dereliction of duty is uh, is to say it nicely with Mayorkas and Biden. And Biden, what they have done, this, this border issue in this country has already, already been been rough. It's been rough. There have been crimes, and there's going to be more. Again, we, we're awaiting that terrorist attack. It feels like it's going to happen sooner than later. All that is on the table because of what Mayorkas and Biden have done. So what exactly happens tomorrow? So tomorrow I'm, a, I'm the, the chairman of a subcommittee in Homeland Security uh, called a, a, a Emergency Management and Technology. So we are hosting a hearing on Capitol Hill tomorrow to discuss the impacts of the migrant crisis on public safety throughout the United States of America. Very often when we talk about the migrant crisis, you know, we talk about quality of life issues. We talk about 
uh, the fact that they, they are out there committing crimes. And, and here in New York City, they're committing crimes, being released, uh, and then committing more crimes because that's what the New York State Democrats uh, wanted when they, you know, introduced cashless bail and criminal justice reform. So tomorrow we have a, a panel. We have, you know, our, our committee will be uh, will be uh, meeting on Capitol Hill, and we have the, the president of the FDNY UFA. Obviously, it's been in the news lately that uh, they have uh, cut down Manning. The minimum Manning has has changed numbers because uh, of the cuts that Mayor Adams has have implemented due to the fact that uh, of the outrageous cost of the migrant issue. We have a sheriff from the uh, from Texas, uh, from the, su- the southern border. Uh, County Executive Blakeman will also be testifying on Capitol Hill. And what we're going to be discussing is not just the crimes being committed, not just the quality of life issues, but how this migrant issue has affected public safety, whether it's response to fires and, and, and EMS emergencies, whether it is uh, what's happening in our jails. I mean, you, you visit, I've visited some of the jails along the southern border. I mean, they, they are filled to capacity because of these migrants that are coming over our southern border. We talk about our prosecutor's office that can't keep up with some of the cases. We talk about, um, you know, emergency management. Uh, so it, it affects the, the public safety world in so many different ways. And tomorrow we're going to highlight that them so the American people understand that this is real. It's something that we need to deal with. And uh, I think it, it, it furthers uh, the talking points that Mayorkas is, uh, is a complete boob, shouldn't be doing the job uh, that he's in. Uh, he should be waking up every single day and making sure that he's protecting this homeland, but he's not. He's failed the American people. He's failed the Constitution. He's failed his oath. We should toss him out to the street. And uh, the fact that Joe Biden has put him in this position, uh, I think, is another X in, uh, in his uh, hot column as well. Well, tell me this, because while you're talking about this big day tomorrow on the Hill in trying to move forward and impeach Mayorkas, I read yesterday that you guys are getting very, very close to that official impeachment inquiry for Joe Biden. Where are we with that? Yeah, so uh, Speaker Johnson had, had talked about it this weekend in his visit to Long Island and uh, New York City, that uh, they want to move forward with an impeachment inquiry, which I believe is the next step uh, in in getting to the place where the entire uh, House of Representatives can, can read and understand the information that the committees of jurisdiction uh, have been involved in. The, the, the Ways and Means Committee, the Oversight Committee, the Judiciary Committee have all been conducting their own investigations to different parts of the Biden crime family. And I think this next step uh, going to a uh, impeachment inquiry, which, you know, I, I know that me and you understand it, but, you know, a lot of the mainstream media, especially, especially those on the left, uh, want to say that, you know, MAGA Republicans are voting for uh, impeachment. That is not the case. If if this does make it to the floor, it will be the next step, which is an inqu- inquiry, which allows the rest of the members of the House of Representatives to get a good understanding of exactly what these committees of jurisdiction and the work that they've been doing uh, since January. You have any names on the way out here, Anthony? Another amazing appearance. Uh, Rosanna, lucky to have you in a couple of minutes here on Channel 5. Any names you want to throw out there as possible, possible potential replacements? But George Santos, well, I, I think that, uh, you know, I've been in, in constant contact with Chairman Cairo. I'm going to see him a little bit later today. I know that he's been conducting interviews uh, Friday and, and now uh, today. Uh, and I am confident that, uh, you know, you and me both know Chairman Cairo. We know the successes that he's had in Nassau County. I mean, literally from the city line uh, and Chairman Garcia in uh, in Suffolk, from the city line all the way to the east end. Uh, Long Island is a bright shade of red, and I am confident that, you know, what, what we saw in, in uh, on Election Day, we took over the city of Long Beach. We have the majority and the supervisor in North Hempstead for the first time since 1989. 
uh, majority in the county legislature, our great county executive, our DA, uh, we will win that seat. We'll find a great candidate. We'll find a good conservative Republican who's willing to vote with America, vote with Israel, and represent the people of the 3rd Congressional District the way that they should be represented. And if I get free Botox, I would consider running for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anthony D., you're the best, man. Really, I do love you. You're doing a tremendous, tremendous job. Good luck uh, with Rosanna this morning. Give her my best. We'll talk again very soon. And good luck tomorrow. That's a big deal. Good luck on the Hill tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Be good, Sid. You're the man.